Welcome to the podcast series, Interest Rates with Mates, with Colin, Todd, Sean, and Cass. Good morning, a wet Monday for you. A little bit gloomy out there. Yeah, it's a bit uh, hazy out there, isn't it? That's right. We need some water. Yeah. Uh, One day's enough. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, debt consolidation, so episode 24. So we're going to just break it down about uh, debt consolidation and what that looks like from a lending point of view. Um, yeah, let's start. Yeah, yeah um, so generally with refinances um, is, is where we see debt consolidation. So um, so the clients have got their home, got, got a fair bit of equity yep. in, in the property um, and may just be sort of – yeah, not not drowning, but you know, have, have a little bit of debt building up, um, be it in credit cards, personal loans, car loans, um, and especially in this rising interest rate market, sort of over the last fourteen months. Um, so yeah, twelve to fifteen months ago, they could probably easily afford the repayments, but um, potentially now the repayments are starting to, to mm. get a bit high on the home loan, and um, they may not have a whole lot of surplus funds remaining um to, to sort of cover those credit cards and personal loans and car loan repayments so um yeah there is the option if you have the equity in the property to consolidate those mm. personal debts into the home loan and re- overall reduce the repayment and we're starting to see that come through now with people coming off those fixed rates um you know and yeah. looking at refinancing those liabilities will make a quite a big impact on borrowing capacity yeah so, absolutely yeah. i think um i mean i'd had one um it was about two weeks ago um, for a customer coming off a fixed rate loan who had uh, credit cards um, and the credit card limits were at a certain um, limit, uh, let's just say $20,000, um, but they didn't know all of that, that $20,000. So they're able to mm. reduce the limit on their on their credit card um, to help with their borrowing capacity as well because um, most credit card limits, like for a $1,000 limit, times that by around four times is about, yep. about mm. the one, and that's what you can't borrow. So if they had $20,000 in credit card limits and they didn't owe all of that, mm. uh, they could reduce those limits down, obviously improve their borrowing capacity quite a lot as well. So um, so I think that's really important for, for listeners. Like credit card limits are there. Obviously, you can spend the limit. You mightn't use the limit every single month, but um, but the banks don't look at it that way. They look at the actual limit as the debt. Um, so we can always uh, you know, sort of advise to, to reduce that down as long as it's in, in the customer's best interest to do it that way. Mm. And in that case, they, you would have been able to then switch them to a much cheaper rate post the fixed rate expiry, is that yeah, correct? We did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we did. So because with the credit card limits in place, it didn't service at what they wanted to borrow. So and all they, they wanted, wanted to do was just do a straight refinance from where they were with their current bank coming off fixed to a just a variable rate, to be honest with you. So then they would have been stuck at the higher rate. Yeah. Yep. But by consolidating – oh, sorry – by just reducing that credit card limit, you're able to switch them over to a new lender, much better interest rate moving forward. And yeah, and, and interesting enough, the bank that they were dealing with, because uh, it wasn't a, it was a new client to me, um, didn't even give them that advice. Mm-hmm. So they basically said, we can't help you, sorry. So then they obviously <laughs> did their did their research and called us, and then and then we went went through the through that process. So yeah, so it's interesting. But yeah, so the things that can be de- um, consolidated is credit card debt. Uh, car loans, personal loans, personal loans. buy yep. now, pay later, yep. zip pays and all that, which is, I suppose, the same thing. But yeah. Even Hexdebt. Yes. I've, I've had a few clients um, just with the indexation rate. Obviously, I always recommend they seek independent legal advice yeah. because overall, over the long term, um, yeah, CPI is usually below home loan interest mm-hmm. rates. Um, but, yeah, I have had a few clients wanting to consolidate those smaller hex debts. Um, and, and in some cases, as you alluded to, Cole, it could be not only for a refinance, but also for a purchase. Maybe we use yeah. some of their deposits, some of their savings to close that hex or to close that credit card. 
which will then allow them to increase their borrowing capacity to get that home that they mm. have their eyes set on. I think an important thing too, I was just thinking about as we're talking, is some banks will allow you to refinance business debt uh, as residential home loan mm, debt as well. Um, I've been doing more and more of that now because businesses are starting to obviously trade a lot better coming out of the back of COVID and now wanting to look at refinancing. And they're getting the advice from their accountant as well in a lot of cases to say, hey, look, you can refinance your business debt using uh, existing equity in residential homes and then they get the residential rates as well. So not all banks will do it that way, but there are banks that will consider doing it that way. And depending on the accountant's advice as well, and obviously we've got to cover from best interest duty with our customers, they might be able to extend the term from, say, 10 years to 15 years or 20 years, whatever that might look like. So we're doing a little bit more of that at the moment as well. I had a scenario like that. Um, it was about 12 months ago. They'd signed a contract, a purchase contract, um, to buy this yeah, beautiful little villa on Morton Island. Um, she went to her existing bank. She was pre-approved too. I don't know how they ended up pre-approved to begin with, but um, – yeah, and after they'd signed the contract, the bank said, no, like it doesn't service based on the business debt. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she did a research, called us, and I was able to take it to a lender who was happy to refinance that business yep. debt um, into the mortgage, into the home loan, which um, obviously brought the interest rate down, made the yep. serviceability a lot better, and we were mm-hmm. able to help her succeed with that purchase on Morton Island. So, um, yeah, not all banks do it, as you said. Nah. There's only a, a very small handful that do, um, but it can improve a client situation. Absolutely. And cash, tax debt. Tax debt. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing a little bit of that coming up at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah so some of our non-conformers, they'll look at um, refinancing the tax debt. Most of the time they'll want to see it in a payment plan. So that's yep. literally yep. phone call to the ATO, get it on a payment plan, payment plan if it's not already, uh, and then we can look at consolidating it. I did one recently for a client and it just saves them an absolute fortune and helps with their borrowing capacity as well. And generally, I mean, tax debt, it just comes down to advice they're getting from a bookkeeper or previous accountant or, or whatever. So, um, so yeah, so look, I mean, I, I did a tax debt consolidation. I've done a couple actually in the last mm. you know, three or four months. Um, and one of the tax debts was uh, was just over a hundred thousand dollars, so it's quite a large, mm. large tax debt problem. But um, anyhow, we we used a non-conforming lender, and we consolidated the tax debt. That improved their borrowing capacity, and they're able to actually, in, in this particular case, they're able to purchase a home, um, which was good. So mm. um, yeah, so like, there's all these different scenarios, isn't there? That yeah. you're talking about where every scenario is different. So. I had a scenario there last month where they just had a residential home loan and a car loan on on the side. But I noticed they had fifty grand in their offset account. So I said, "Well, your card that you've got on your car loan—it's got about five years left. You know, you're going to be paying interest over those five years. Let's refinance, do two separate loans—one yep. for the car loan amount, which I think was about forty-five thousand. Yep. And then once that's refinanced, they can put that into the offset uh, for that specific loan, mm. and they don't pay any interest. Yeah, yeah. And then in terms of a borrowing capacity, effectively, you've got rid of that that liability. Mm. So giving them their chance to be able to do that. So using equity in the home and then offsetting that particular loan split. Yep. Yeah, with so, cash, yeah. So keep, if they had the car loan there, they'd be paying interest over that five years. You can't offset a car loan, right? No. But you can offset a home Yeah, but you can with a home loan. So, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's how we did that one. That's a good one, actually, yeah. yeah. So, um, again, there's many different scenarios, isn't there, really? Yeah. So, mm. So it, uh, it can be uh, from a borrowing capacity, probably in the next six months, it's going to help a lot of people. Um, obviously, we're bound by best interest duty. Colin, did you want to touch on 
best interest duty. Best interest duty. Um, yeah, top three. Yeah, well, <laughs> even even outside of best interest duty, like I mean, like we're just talking before, sort of off off record um, or off <laughs> the recording. Um, that you know, sometimes we see clients come to us and they sort of, you know, that they've got three or four credit cards, they've got a personal loan and a car loan. Um, they are pretty much drowning in debt, like to say it bluntly. Um, and then we consolidate all those debts into the home loan and, and we say, look, obviously in a lot of these cases, the car loan might have only been over five or seven years. So look, we can put it in the home loan, maybe stretch it out a little bit longer to help you from a cash flow position. Um, but ultimately, if, if you make the minimum repayments over this 20 or 25 year term, you will end up paying a lot more interest. So you know, if you can continue to pay the same repayments that you are currently making, that will allow you to sort of get ahead um, minimize the interest over the longer term but then in some cases you know they do come back to us 12 18 months later and they've got another couple of credit cards or a car loan so it's just important that we're having those conversations and just making the client aware that whilst we can assist in this situation if you do fall back to the minimum required repayments you will end up paying a lot more interest over the longer term so just having those conversations just making the client fully aware of of how loan terms and interest sort of works especially compounding interest over Mm. 20 25 years as opposed to five or seven years um so yeah just just having those conversations and making the client fully aware yeah and the other thing i just want to mention too i've done a few of these this year where um parents are going guarantor for their kids uh, that want to buy the the kids have actually got some savings uh, themselves but they might have a car loan or a credit card um so with a guarantor and i know we've spoken about that in the past on, on previous episodes i won't go into a lot of detail there but you can borrow up to 100% of the purchase price. So, But if borrowing capacity is restricted, which it has been at the moment because of the rates uh, being so high, then uh, the advice has been a couple of times there for the kids to pay, like use their cash, pay out the credit cards or the car loan that they might have had, and then borrow a little bit more on the home loan. Obviously, depending on the rates and stuff, it might work out better for them, but their borrowing capacity improves. Um, so again, different scenarios, obviously, in terms of how we can consolidate debt, I suppose, or, or using cash to con- uh, sorry to pay out debt. Um, but it's all associated with obviously being a good outcome for the customers. So. Yeah. Also in that scenario, I'll just add as well, because you know, I see that a lot as well. Um, in most cases, I tell the clients to, like if that car repayment was $600 a month or something, you've now freed up that $600 a month. So make continue to make that payment, but put it into the home loan as an extra repayment. Yeah. That way you're paying down that guarantor loan a lot quicker yeah. and then we can yeah. effectively release mum and dad a lot sooner. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So that, that's, that's what I love about what, what you said, Todd, is it's about educating people as well because yeah. sometimes people just don't understand how it all works yeah. um, and it sounds great to actually just consolidate that car loan or credit card into the home loan but they need to sort of understand that if they're paying that extra amount off it, they're, they are actually saving themselves quite a bit in interest yeah. if they can maintain those payments as they were previously yeah. as well. Yeah. And in some cases, I think that it gives them that benefit to give them that bit of breathing room because they've probably struggled for a few months before they've actually come and seen us. Yeah. It gives them that time to reset and then refocus and then work out what they want to do from there. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. yeah. Give us a call if you've got any um, scenarios that you want to run past us and we can say, you know, yeah or nay. Every scenario is different. That's right. All right. See you next week. Have a great week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. If you have any feedback, questions, or suggestions for future topics, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. All of these episodes are available to download for free wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, take care.